Hi, I'm David Dodge. Welcome to part four in our COP26 Tiny Explainer series. No one has done more to empower and inspire youth to tackle the climate crisis than Greta Thunberg. Her act of sitting alone on a climate school strike in front of the Swedish Parliament buildings in 2018 has blossomed into a worldwide Fridays for Future movement involving millions of youth. Sophia Mather of Sudbury, Ontario, was the first youth to strike in Canada at the age of 12. She was awarded Amnesty International's Ambassador of Conscience Award in 2019. Mitchell Beer of the Energy Mix caught up with Sophia in Glasgow at COP26. Good day and welcome to this edition of COP26, Tiny Explainers. I'm Mitchell Beer, a publisher of the Energy Mix, and I'm speaking with Sophia Mather, a youth climate activist from Sudbury, Ontario, who is attending COP26 in Glasgow this year. Uh, just a note that because Sophia is on site at the conference, the audio from this conversation will be a bit of a challenge, but stick with us because you want to hear what she has to say. Sophia, I know that every year at the COP, the Canadian Youth Delegation is a powerful and constant presence. How are things going so far with that this year and what's in store? Um, I think especially this year being my first COP, it's been pretty great. I've met with multiple youth from around Canada and also from around the world. I think a couple years ago when I started my activism, I think I would have told you that no, I did not feel heard. But I feel like now with Rada Thunberg and the Fridays for Future movement, that people are taking us a lot more seriously and realize that we actually care about this. We're not just trying to skip out on school, that this is something that matters to us. So I definitely do feel heard at this event. And I really hope that uh, as we continue to push and protest for actions while we're here, that the politicians hear us out and, and take action on their words. At the UN climate conferences, there are people with pink badges who actually have access to the negotiating rooms, and we'll get to the restrictions on that in a minute, uh, and then observers with yellow badges who are in much more of a support role trying to cajole from sort of the outside of the inside. Um, are there any youth at this conference with pink badges who are actually inside the negotiations? I haven't actually seen many youth with pink badges so far, actually, during many other movements that are protesting and talking about uh, the fact that, you know, we want our voices heard as well. Although we can't go into those meetings, we still are, are you know, basically screaming for action at this point. Even though we're, we're not in the room, we're, we're, still, we're still out here uh, trying to share our voices and uh, continuing to make an impact on not just the politicians, but the adults that are here and um, people who still don't really understand that we are in a climate emergency. With the promises we've heard at this COP so far, the methane pledge, India's 27 promise, 2070 promise, I'm sorry, that um, add all of that up, it, if they keep their promises, the big question, the big if, that we're hearing enough action here to get us to 1.8 or 1.9 degrees, which is still not where we need to be. It's a whole lot better, as you know, than 2.7. When you get home, what do you think it's going to take to actually get them to keep their promises in Canada and around the world? So, I mean, we're going to continue to to put pressure on the government, especially here in Canada. But what I've heard recently is that Justin Trudeau actually called for a global uh, carbon pricing act. And I think that's also really important. And, you know, we're seeing that they're calling and, and saying these things. And, you know, I'm really hoping that they follow up with this because 
out of the eight G8 countries, most of them are taking a lot of action except for the US and Canada. So we want to see Justin Trudeau not just saying that he's going to take action and all the other politicians not just saying that, but we're really hoping that they continue to take action. So when the COP ends, we're not going to just go back home and, and you know just sit down and forget that this happened. We're going to continue to protest. We're going to continue to push for action. We're going to continue to you know spread the word, word about what's happening and tell them that we... Even we still want action, you know? Okay, thank you very much. I've been speaking with Sophia Mather of Sudbury, Ontario, a youth climate, longtime youth climate activist on site in Glasgow at COP26, the United Nations Climate Change Conference. This has been another episode of COP26, Tiny Explainers. Thanks to Mitchell Beer of the Energy Mix and Sophia Mather, a youth delegate from Canada at COP26. No one has a bigger stake in climate change than youth. And increasingly, they're gaining a bigger voice in demanding action. Indeed, youth action has been growing in Canada for many years. Thanks for listening and follow our COP26 Tiny Explainers at theenergymix.com and greenenergyfutures.ca. For COP26 Tiny Explainers, I'm David Dodge.